This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. It's a big day. As you know, we have a Vanderpump Rules premiere to get into and no better person to be here to break it all down with me than my friend, my colleague, my my Bravo sister, Samantha Bush. Hi, Sam. Hi, your Bravo sister in Christ. Yeah, I don't, I, that just came out. I don't, I, I don't know. If we're, I we're, love it. <laughs> colleague, like. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it feels a little bit surreal. Maybe surreal is not the right word. It feels a little bit like, I, I don't know, it, it, insane in the brain that the Vanderpump Rules is back already. Do you feel that? A hundred percent. Like, Scandal feels so long ago, but yet I feel like because it's just been months and months of constant, like, talking about it, it just feels weird that it's back already. I don't know. How do you feel? Yeah. I th- well, because normally on a season of any show like this, they film and then there are months between filming and then they do the reunion and that's kind of like, you know, a point in time. Mm -hmm. And then they film again. And it feels like because Scandaval happened as their season was airing and we got that finale where cameras went back up and then there was so much in the press and XYZ, like the sort of the normal timeline of seasons has kind of been shaken up. And so mm-hmm. it's exciting, but also it feels like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So they're filming this premiere just weeks after that reunion and therefore like a few months after Scandaval broke, but we were still hearing about all this stuff at the time. And I don't know. I'm It's inception. In, in terms of Scandaval itself, I have also mixed feelings of like, I'm intrigued to see where all of these threads go over the course of this season. Obviously, there's a lot of sort of collateral damage left by this bombshell. But at the same time, I'm also like, oh, I would love to see like James and Lala argue about something dumb. (laughs) Right. Like there is a part of me that's like, I do think we have to tie up some loose ends and like we will have to hear about Scandaval probably the whole season. But I am ready to kind of move on. I felt like this premiere was good. It wasn't great, in my opinion. I felt like, I don't know, it felt strange. Yeah, I think, okay, so I, I've seen, I've watched the episode a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I saw it early and then I watched it again yesterday with the people. And I was going to say, the, the peasants. <laughs> No, being on Twitter last night was actually a lot of fun. So I'm not like mad. I wouldn't about- know. <laughs> oh, I'm no. banned. Sore subject. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot. Wow. Knife okay. in the heart. Well, if you're not at Take Your Zoloft, maybe that's Sheena now. <laughs> yeah. Shishu. <laughs> but but so with this premiere, I think like I agree. I thought it was 
a pretty good episode. It wasn't mind-blowing. It wasn't an all-timer. But mm-hmm. I think they also just were sort of in a position where it's like, how could it live up to expectations? What right. what could they do that would sort of match the level that we last left this cast on? Because I think it's easy to sort of forget how once in a lifetime those last few episodes of the season felt, knowing mm-hmm. that we were putting all those pieces together and then we had that finale that was tr- truly like once in a lifetime episode of TV. Crazy. And then the reunion was a bigger event than anything I can remember on Bravo. Right. And so then coming back for the premiere, it's like, of course, we're excited to see what happens. They're, you know, we're getting updates in the stories. They're kind of setting the table for a lot of the stuff that's going to happen this season. But there's really no possible way that it could be like no. at that same heightened level. And for the right. for the health of a long-running franchise, it can't be at that level. No, if it was operating at that level, like I would be just deeply concerned for every single person involved. I just think like this, I think that they navigated it pretty well with like showing them trying to move on from this, but the dust is still settling. You know, Tom Schwartz is, (laughs) I have to tell you, I've never been more attracted to him than when he was watering his plants. Mm. He was like, buddy, Mm. this one's for you. I was like, I love him. Him having this like sort of, almost like big brother role to James in the premiere was not something I was prepared for when he's like, yeah, man, you got a house now. Here's a plant. Here's a candle. Uh, you know, we're, we're oh, man, it was tough with the, the business and everything. I'm like, what is this? This Schwartz feels different somehow. Schwartz? Schwartz has changed like on a cellular level. I think like after everything he went through last year with the divorce from Katie and then this scandal, and he said his brother's health issues. Like he's been put through it, and some of that is like his own fault. Um, but him and James have no chemistry. Yeah, they lack a chemistry, and also I feel like Schwartz could afford a house. I feel like <laughs> if he easily wanted to be a house owner or homeowner, he could do that. I so I'm confused. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I don't know exactly what's going on in Schwartz's like financial world. Obviously, this he the looks sh- like a battered. He looks like a battered woman. Like, remember in that one <laughs> Tom, episode, your battered wife. Tom, like he does. Like he just looks like he's been beaten down, and it's like he needs to realize that it's Sandoval who's done that to him. Like, well, it's it's interesting because Sheena is in a similar position. I mean, she is saying everybody thinks she's on Ozempic, but it's not Ozempic. It's just Scandoval. You know, the stress has been astronomical. But before mm-hmm. uh, t- taking a step back, I want to talk about something that is missing from this premiere for the most part, and that is Tom Sandoval, yeah. because. I I want to unpack the decision that they made to start filming for this season while Tom was still in New Zealand filming. While he was being thrown over the shoulders of Jojo Siwa. Special Forces World's Toughest Test, which I I was surprised when I realized that this was the situation during the premiere. And I was a little bit like, well, that's lame. Why wouldn't they just wait seemingly like two days for him to be back? Mm -hmm. But then... After I watched the episode and they do this dramatic moment at the end where he's returning to the house under cover of night and is like, (laughs) hello, is anyone home? I almost think that it worked well to not have – to have him sort of looming over the premiere without immediately diving into like, 
hey, Ariana, like, uh, oh, oh, Sheena, can I talk to you for a sec? Like, we got one episode to kind of, like, start picking up the pieces before the actual source of the toxicity enters the room. Yeah. I mean, him walking around that house going hello. And like, if Ariana was home, she probably wouldn't have even said anything. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know (laughs) who you're talking to. Anne. Assistant Anne. (laughs) Oh, my God. Praying for Anne. Uh, Apparently, so... Tom and Tom went on the vile files this week, which I just, I can't. The clips I've seen, Tom is truly melting down. Apparently on that podcast, Schwartz, and I'm seeing this via like comments and stuff. So if if I'm misquoting, don't come for me. Apparently Schwartz mentioned assistant Anne recently quit. So (laughs) God bless Anne. Yeah, God bless Anne. Onward and upward, hopefully <sighs> some better better things lie ahead. But <laughs> hopefully. yeah, the, Can you imagine putting that on your resume? Like for a year you assisted Tom Sandoval? I think that would just show up on the resume as like executive assistant to a public figure. <laughs> <laughs> Involved sending text messages to his cohabitant. It's bleak. And I know, so now as we speak in real time, it's about to be February and Ariana says she's been out of the house since September. She was, I think she said before that she was staying somewhere else while she was doing Dancing with the Stars because the schedule was just too crazy. And then obviously now she's in New York doing Chicago on Broadway. So they are still technically living in the house together, but she has essentially removed herself from the day-to-day dynamic of that but it seems like pretty much the whole course of this season they're, they're going to be like together. actively in the house together which look i i think that it is shitty whatever tom is trying to manipulate or you know i i believe that he is being like an asshole in this situation but i also just feel like for ariana i'm like girl do what you got to do to just get out of there yeah like let him buy you out yeah like i would I also just feel like you're making enough money. Like you could leave. Like it just feels strange. These two are just two little weirdos. And I'm just like, why do you two want to live in the same house together? And I've heard Tom like countless times be like, it's a big house. We rarely see each other. I'm like, no, like you share the same fridge. Like, right. Like not, not having to use the same toilet doesn't mean that it's a big enough house that you like physically. You have photos of each other on the walls. Together. You have murals. that weird, like, Lego portrait of yeah. yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, the, the artwork is crazy. The glued back together penis flute. It's like we... Oh, God. Oh, my God. And this is not, like, for Ariana, it's like, I, she obviously do whatever you want, but this is not like a Lisa Hochstein situation where she's, like, hanging on tooth and nail to whatever scrounged up money Lenny's going to throw her. Like, Ariana is in the power position here. Or at least she should be. I mean, at this point, she was getting brand deals. Like, she was in the Bic ad. She was, like, she was doing it. Duracell. Duracell. Uber One app, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Ariana. Yeah, I know. I'm like, at the, I'm just like, but who knows the mind games? Like, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I Seeing James's new house that is seemingly like inches away from the Burbank airport. I'm I'm happy for him, but also it's on the tarmac. I absolutely love productions uh, like commitment to trolling him where he's like, I love this spot. It's so quiet. And then it's just like, (laughs) and the Boeing 737 door like explodes above them. (laughs) 
Like, you, you, you're like in the house and you hear something in the yard and it's literally like an airplane door. <laughs> like <falling laughs> it's like falling sky. into the pool. <laughs> no, but I love that Allie immediately is like, well, I mean, it is close to the airport. So <laughs> Allie's always going to like kind of get James to like go back down to earth just a little bit. She's yeah, I, I really I like Allie a lot. I thought last season she she really, um, you know, introduced herself well to to the group and to the show and I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's still around this season. I do I I'm, I'm wondering what is your take on so Brock and Allie this season are still like part-time like friends of essentially. And mm-hmm. so the the full-time cast this season, I was looking this up the other day cuz it was it occurred to me it's the smallest full-time cast we've had on this show since the original cast in seasons one and two. Because, you know, after that, when Schwartz and Ariana got added and then Lala and James got added and then uh, there was a time, <laughs> there was there was a time when we had, you know, the like Dana, Brett, Max, whatever the fuck that was like 16 people. Mm-hmm. And now counting Lisa, there are only eight full-time cast members. Do you feel like this is like, do you feel like we're getting back to what the true like essence of Vanderpump Rules is? Or do you feel like it would benefit us to have like a little bit more variety going on in the characters? I would like a little bit more variety, but for the sake of like where we're at right now, like I don't think adding new people in the midst of this like scandal, like fallout, I think it would be too much. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think eventually I would like to get there. But yeah. I also don't need Brock full time. I agree. I think that Personally. was because two seasons ago, he was full time. Like the year that like James and uh, Raquel were getting engaged, the year that Brock and Sheena were getting engaged, like that season, they really came on full steam of like James and Raquel are on Hulk the show. Plunges. Brock and Sheena are on the show. We still had um, Charlie around. I do miss Charlie. Like, I like Charlie's I like Charlie's little... Yeah, I like Charlie's confessionals. Um, But so, it is interesting. Obviously, Raquel, Rachel... I I like that in the show universe, she's still Raquel, like, Mm -hmm. only. I'm curious if Sandoval will refer to her as Rachel on this season. Probably Um, not. But it it is funny (laughs) because in real life, I feel like I'm like supposed to call her Rachel now because that's what she's asking us to call her. But on the show, it's like, I'm going to leave a voice memo for Raquel. (laughs) (laughs) In the alley. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% 
50% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot mention to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com mention. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. So obviously Raquel is not going to be on this season of Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. There is some speculation as to like when that decision was made and when production was aware. Sheena had, I guess, Alex Baskin on her podcast and they basically said that they weren't sure at the beginning of filming whether Raquel was going to come back at all. So do you feel like this season is missing something because Raquel's not there? Or do you feel like it's the right direction for the show to kind of like move forward without her? I don't know. I feel like I would have liked her to come back. I think it would have been really hard. But I also feel like I don't want to have to watch this like reintroduction of Tom Sandoval and trying to get everyone to like be okay with him again. And I'm like, and Raquel's like on this island of being like ostracized and like bullied online. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like, especially if Lala's going to go this route of like, I feel bad for her mm-hmm. now that the reunion is over when she truly dragged her to hell. I'm like, I feel like Raquel could have come back. I don't know if maybe that was the best, if that would have been the best decision for her, but maybe there would have been like closure or something. Yeah. I think in a way for some of the people in this group, not everyone, because obviously, um, you know, not everyone is on the same journey uh, mm-hmm. post Scandaval. But I, I think in a way it would have been more plausible for Raquel to get forgiveness or grace from some of the people in the group than it would have for Tom. But for sure. because of the way things shook out, Tom is still a full-time cast member on the show. So we're whether or not people like him or are on good terms with him, we're going to be getting scenes of Tom. Whereas Raquel, I think, I mean, it definitely was her choice to leave the show fully, but I think because of kind of the 
the atmosphere of what was happening at the time, I I understand why she didn't feel like it was a healthy environment for her to come back to. But I actually think if she had come back, obviously we're already seeing in the premiere that Lala would have been receptive to that. Lisa obviously would have been willing to kind of like work with her in whatever capacity, I guess. Lisa would have. And I feel like, I mean, maybe with the exception of Sheena and Ariana. I think Sheena would fold. Like, I think think Sheena would would like have a sit down with Raquel and they would really talk it out. And I think Sheena would be like one of the first people to like bend. Sheena, Sheena would be like, Raquel, just just watch my watch my hands real quick. I cannot form a fist. <laughs> and then Raquel would be like, you know what, Sheena, you're right. You're right. <laughs> like I just think like it, they would have gotten over it. Yeah, I really I, do. I do think Sheena Sheena is a little bit of that like any way the wind blows kind of kind of chick, and not yes. in a not in a way that makes her a bad friend or like fake, but just in the sense that I think she Sheena, just gets like, over shit. And Sheena like wants to be good with everyone. Like she wants she people to like to her. She wants people to like validate her. And I really like Sheena. Like I think Sheena is a great TV and be like a genuinely like caring person. Mm-hmm. But I I do think she has that kind of like thing where it's like her arc curves in the direction of like smoothing things over with everyone. All the time. Like, she'll be really upset. I mean, I think we're going to see it with Tom. Like, I think she's one of the first people that's cool with Tom. I mean, at BravoCon, she allegedly went up and hung out with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think she just wants everyone. I she's think like, she just actually, wants to be cool with mm, everybody. She's like, actually, I was deep in conversation with Captain Jason. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. mean, and I'm really interested to see, like, the first interaction with like Ariana and Tom. Like what is that dynamic? Yeah. So the big kind of group scene in the premiere is that there's a night at Tom Tom. James Kennedy is DJing, you know, some things never change. Yeah. Um, and Ariana, it's the first time Ariana has been back to Tom Tom since the night when the phone fell out of the pocket of Tom Sandoval <laughs> and she, you know, found out the information. Yeah. And so there's this like high drama montage of all of the ups and downs and moments oh that Sandoval and Ariana have had specifically at Tom Tom mm-hmm. where they're like the, the the two best things in my life are like you and this bar and like oh my god it's going to be even better once it's open <laughs> and i really have to hand it to the editors because they are like they're putting their whole whatever <laughs> into Produce this a <laughs> you said it not me they're they're putting... i could tell that, like the, the words were forming on your lip so i was like the, i'll say it they're they're giving 120 percent into whatever emotions they're trying to make us feel mm-hmm. i don't know if you got a little um you know misty-eyed during this I little sure montage <laughs> but it was like it was like damn we really we really could have had it all it was like I was I was like getting emotional. I was like, wow, they were really together for like everything. Like I was so it was crazy. I they know what they're doing. They know the, they're playing with us. They know what they're doing. And I think that I think that Vanderpump rules a lot of the time has been at its best when it does feel like you're in this sort of like heightened state of reality where it's like 
every heartbreak is bigger. Every romantic gesture is bigger. Every fight is bigger. And like what Ariana feels or doesn't feel or, you know, what production is, you know, telling us she feels when she's sitting down in this booth at TomTom, it's like, damn, a dagger right to the heart. But she's, she's conquering it. She's there. She's, she's looking great. She's She's there and she's thriving as much as she can. Like, I think she's really not okay. And I think I, so the one thing I will say is I'm concerned about how quickly she moved on. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for her, obviously. And I hope this guy has good intentions, but like, I just feel like there's so much to, work through with that trauma with the scandal that like I almost feel like she's like I cannot do that like Uh, I feel like she's like if I do that the dam will break and I'll be I won't be okay I was actually I was pleasantly surprised to hear Sheena say in her confessional that she doesn't think that Ariana has fully like recovered or processed introspective thought Sheena's ever had (laughs) But what I'm curious about is she said it in her confessional, and I'm really wondering whether we will get that conversation between Sheena and Ariana this season, because I think that is a super valid conversation. And for somebody who has been her close friend for the entire duration, even before her relationship with Tom, Mm -hmm. I would be really, I think that would be like extremely compelling narrative for sure. TV storytelling to have Sheena kind of sit down with Ariana and be like, hey, Dan seems great. I'm not coming for your relationship at all. I don't not want you to be happy. But can we just like address kind of this, you know, timeline? And I, I think I don't know if Sheena will really go there or if production will, you know, nudge her in that direction. But <laughs> I'd be curious because I'm I'm happy Ariana seems happy. But I think it's, sure. it's really hard to look at the just the the bare facts and not be like, that was quick. Yeah. And she's also like doing all the, like I said, like she was doing these brain deals. She's in this new relationship. Like she's keeping herself so busy and so distracted that I do worry that like maybe when the Chicago run is over and things are now like we're a year out from Scandal and like then she kind of has to like process everything that just happened. Like that's probably so intimidating and overwhelming. Right. Like in a way, the fact, obviously they filmed this season before any of this, but the fact that she hasn't been staying in the house since September, it's kind of like kicking the can down the road a little bit. I think Mm -hmm. now she is like suing him basically to get him out of the house. So there is like, you know, more of like a legal process happening there. It's not just that she's like, you know, avoiding Mm -hmm. seeing him. Yeah, there's definitely something going on like legally. But yeah, I think that's going to be a really interesting thread to follow this season of beneath the surface of her looking hot and crushing it in business and life. Like how is she doing? And we know Mm -hmm. that she's, you know, she's not like pretending that she's just fully a hundred percent, you know, past it and ready. But I think that's going to be really like a, a thing to follow over the course of the season is like, what is the real like raw emotional truth of where Ariana's at with all of this? Yeah. And I mean, I have to say, I really am very intrigued by Lala's journey. Yes. Like, especially, I don't know. There's just something like where I'm rooting for her. And I know people were really upset. I saw online, like they were really upset about this voice memo. But I'm like, first of all, Lala's a reality television star. Yeah. So she knows what she's doing. But I also think it's very real how she feels. Like, I think she genuinely feels that way. I think that Lala in this premiere at least had the most kind of 
in- intriguing like arc happening because the scene of her with her mom who lives with her now, um, you know, them talking about what she went through with Randall. Obviously, she's still in this custody situation. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was fascinating the way in her confessional she sort of broke the fourth wall to say that Randall doesn't want to give her full custody because then she'd be able to put Ocean on Vanderpump rules. And she's like, if you think that's what I care about in this whole Grand custody battle, like that's not the point here. So No, she's like, I just want my daughter. Like that's that's crazy. It felt really real to hear her say that like everything I've been doing up until this point has basically been to make sure that things are going to be okay for my daughter. And so there's this whole other bucket of personal stuff just for me, myself, and I that I haven't even really gotten to yet. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something where like last season took place all after Lala and Randall had broken up. So it felt, it feels like we've seen her like, you know, single and moving on in XYZ, but that because there are so many like moving pieces with this situation, like, she hasn't really even necessarily gotten to take the time to to really move forward. Yeah. And I also think that there's a part of her where she feels like, okay, I was also cheated on. I was also publicly humiliated. This man is a true sociopath monster. And I was labeled, oh, you're a whore. You know, this, you should have seen this coming. Like no one really felt bad for her. And I think when you, pair that with how Ariana is being treated and I get that there are different situations but like it's probably tough like that's a that's probably tough to watch mm-hmm. like Ariana put on this pedestal of what did Tom Schwartz call her something about the scorned woman oh yeah 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 like the patron saint of scorned, scorned women. women or something and I think I think on some level Lala's maybe not jealous but kind of like I wasn't given any any grace or no one felt bad for me. And I'm dealing with someone who's like a literal, like, un- like he's a monster. Like she had to sneak out of the house. Right. And there have been, you know, exposés and yeah. lawsuits and all of this stuff accusing him. She's not necessarily the one accusing him of stuff, but that, you know, he clearly is not a good, not a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's interesting because when, when Lala and Rand broke up, I think, there was a moment of everyone being like, wow, he's a piece of shit. And then that was kind of that it. That was it. Like, there wasn't this kind of extended movement of championing Lala and her being kind of like the the little engine that could. Where I think with, with Ariana, obviously we've seen them together on the show for a lot longer than right. with Lala and Randall. But that there was this kind of like we not only did we say like, wow, Tom was a piece of shit. Good for her getting out of that relationship. But like, it kind of became like the, the good and evil like, yeah. like archetype in a way that Lala just didn't get. And I think it is interesting because I've seen a lot of people on social media and I know that there's been this kind of like vocal minority of like, anti-Ariana people for a while now, which is just something where it's like, I can't, I don't like (laughs) get a life. But that I've also seen this group of people. I posted a picture yesterday of Sheena and Lala with Ariana at her opening night in Chicago the Mm -hmm. other day. They were like backstage with her. They came to the show. They flew to New York to come to see this show. And there were all of these responses that were like, wow, like Lala will be anywhere. There's a photo op or like, I bet Sheena's so jealous or like, 
basically just like assuming based on this one photo of the three of them smiling together that like Sheena and Lala have all of these ulterior motives for being there. And then also like uh, trying to drag Katie for not being there, which like who fucking knows? I, it's, yeah. Maybe she was sick. I don't know. But like, I just think it's really weird that people, their immediate instinct is to assign all of this like nefarious negativity to these people where it's like, of course they go through ups and downs. Like, of course Lala and Ariana have had yeah. some some complicated stuff in their relationship. Of course Sheena might be like put, extending an olive branch to Sandoval that Ariana doesn't love. But like, they've been in each other's lives for so long and have like mostly been friends through all of that. Like, yeah, you're gonna go to your friend's fucking Broadway debut right. opening performance and smile for a picture. Like, it's just not that deep. <laughs> no, it's it's a five second picture. Like it took, you know what I mean? Like right. It's not even like Lala got the opportunity to be in the show with her. It's like she literally just like attended and took one photo that's on Getty Images. Like it's not like she she didn't get cast in the show too. <laughs> right. People just automatically jump to like such a negative place, and it's like, well, maybe that's what you would do. Like, maybe that's how you would act if that was, mm -hmm. like, if you were in that situation. Like, you would ride her coattails. But that doesn't mean they are. And like you said, these people are trauma-bonded. This group, <laughs> like, they have been through so much together. Like, mm -hmm. so many ups and downs. And it's just, like, they're, of course, going to go see her when she's on Broadway. And I also, frankly, I don't see Katie as a musical gal. <laughs> I don't think she likes them. I think she would like something a little more like indie than Chicago. I think she yeah. she would be really into like like once the musical or like maybe like a Hades Town kind of vibe, like something a little mm -hmm. more witchy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms 
symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I think people underestimate the fact that when you have been in this world of a show like this for so long, it is something that very few people can understand or can relate to. And I think there are, I've heard people say similar things about being like an athlete at the highest level or like being like an Olympic athlete, that it's like people who have done it don't like the people who haven't done it don't understand how much right you don't understand. And I think that they've been through all of these public relationships, breakups, humiliations, good moments, bad moments, you know, getting dragged on social media, X, Y, Z. They are trauma bonded in a way. And I think we've, we see that on lots of shows where it's like the, the contours of friendships and the ups and downs aren't the same as like you and your friends in the group chat. Like it's, it's just a completely different world that you're living in mm-hmm. and you know you don't have to like it but it's like i i think these people they like are there for each other in a way that is a, not quite the same as regular friendship no it's <laughs> totally different it's very it's so different and ariana honestly when lala told her that she sent her this voice memo ariana actually handled it better than i thought yeah katie yeah. is more of like what <laughs> I I agree. I was I was bracing myself for that conversation to go totally left. I was thinking that we were going to get like, you know, Lala v Ariana in episode one, and it it didn't really go that way. I think Ariana she doesn't have to like it, but I think she does understand it on at least some level. Mm-hmm. And also, like you were saying earlier, I think if we're being 100% real here, there is at least one layer of Lala reaching out to Raquel that's like, she did that because it made sense for the show. She went back in that alley with her little jumpsuit, her little leotard. Like a fucking Grand Theft Auto character. Like the the lighting back there, it was so cinematic. She looked looked perfect in her little bodysuit, her little, her little, you know, she looked so good. She was standing with the phone, the the speaker phone. It's got to be like this. And I'm I'm holding the phone like the Kardashian speaker phone where it's like flat screen to the sky. Held with your fingertips. (laughs) Held with your fingertips. Here, Cal. And when I realized that it was like a voice memo, a voice note on Instagram, I think. Not even like not even a text, not even a whatever. Yeah. She had to unblock Raquel so she could send it. Like that is that cinema, cinema, baby. That's cinema. Like, that's why we're watching. Because it's, I think it's coming from a real place. But I also think, like, Lala knows that, like, we got to get the ball rolling. Yeah. And I think whether or not, whether they knew at that moment that Raquel was, like, a hard no for season 11, Mm -hmm. I think even if they did, that one voice memo kind of plants the seed of Raquel coming back anytime in the next few years while Lala is still on the show, to be honest. Because... Even if Ariana never wants to talk to her again, even if Sheena says she never wants to talk to her again, 
Lala leaving the crack in the door could be that could be deployed at any time in the future. And I think that's it's just smart reality TV production, because once somebody is like introduced on the show, they never really go away. We got we got Kristen coming back in the finale. We're getting Jax this season for better or for worse. Like these people are. They're like little character tiles are like still in the bag somewhere just waiting to be fished out. Yeah. Also, I mean, when you think about just everything we've gone through watching this show, like James was truly ostracized for like years. Mm -hmm. Like no one talked to James and yet he was still a full time cast member. So it's like there is hope for Raquel. I don't know if her podcast is really helping or hurting her come back. I I have heard very little about it. I same. I've heard like two. I've heard she's like put out only two episodes. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because obviously when she announced the podcast was coming out in January, it was like, oh, messy. She's timing it to the the new season. But whatever, like whatever PR machine is supposed to be at work there, she's not getting the kind of pickup that you would no, maybe be expecting. Like I saw way more about. Vial files than I have about anything from from uh from was ranting it? Rachel with goes Rachel goes going? rogue Rachel oh yeah Rachel goes rogue <laughs> not ranting with Raquel <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like blogger ass podcast name <laughs> reality with Rachel <laughs> I love um there's like on TikTok sometimes I'll see jokes about like when people start like small businesses and it's like treats by Toya it's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, ranting yeah. with Raquel. That should have been the name. Should but. have been the name. Branding expert over here. <laughs> so going forward from this premiere, how are you feeling? Like on a scale of one to 10, how optimistic are you about the prospects for this season? <sighs> you know, I want to be optimistic, but I think I'm just a little hesitant because I don't know what is going to happen. Like, I'm not that interested in watching Tom Sandoval go on dates. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems strange. I'm more interested to see, like, this Lala storyline. I'm I'm loving James, like, sober James. Like, he seems to be in a really good place. Like, I mean, the fact he's doing better than Tom Schwartz, like, that's alarming. I don't know. How do you feel? I feel, I feel so, like, in the middle. I agree. I think... Based on the premiere alone, the premiere was like as good as I reasonably expected it to right. be. And so in that sense, I'm like, yeah, I think this season will be fine. I, I, I hope mm-hmm. it's be- I hope it's better than fine. I really hope it's not worse than fine. But like I'm not really concerned about it being like unwatchable, if right. that makes sense. Like I don't think it's going to be back to the depths of like season seven, eight, nine of Vanderpump Rules. Like, I think we are, we have more momentum, thankfully. Mm -hmm. But I hope that they are able to sort of, like, balance the narrative of Scandaval follow-up with something else. And that Mm -hmm. something else could be a combination of things. It could be some big feud that we, I don't know, haven't been on the pulse of yet. But, like, Mm -hmm. I, I just hope that they are able to sort of have multiple balls in the air in the way that I think really any ensemble reality show needs. Like when you think about seasons of Housewives, seasons that are too focused on one feud 
And the group just Beverly gets divided Hills. along those lines. Beverly Hills, we've seen it happen with Jersey too, where if it's mm-hmm. just a season that's Teresa and Melissa don't like each other, it's not it's not really no, sustainable. You need, a dynamic. you need something more dynamic than that. Yeah. So that's that's my hope. And that is the one place where I get a little bit nervous about the size of the cast is that there's I mean, it's not like so, so small for a reality show in general, but for Vanderpump Rules, there's there's less people than there have been in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that really it doesn't open up a lot of kind of like storyline pockets of opportunity because there are only so many combinations of people and we roughly know kind of where people stand with each other. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm I'm excited that it's back. I thought the premiere, I had fun watching the premiere. Like I, I, did, I did think that it was a compelling hour of TV and I hope that that's, you know, we can aim for that bar uh, on a weekly basis. But yes. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I also I'm just like, don't back. think it's good for our health to constantly be at that heightened state that we were in. Yeah. Skin of all like we needed I needed to let some air to these tires like I was going full force on the skin of all for months like I woke up every day thinking about it it was really not okay so I'm I'm ready to kind of like move forward but also I like that we're still kind of like picking up the pieces a bit mm-hmm. yeah I think that I'm really glad that they didn't like rush out this season like mm-hmm. I, it came back at a normal time for Vanderpump Rules to come back. And I think if they had like thrown together the edit and tried to get this season on the air in like October, I would have been kind of like, what are we doing here? Like, can we mm-hmm. please just like proceed as normal? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm glad. I think they timed it perfectly. I think they timed it perfectly. Uh, you know, it took over that Salt Lake time slot, which, you know, was... A, oh, I did miss my girls. A prosperous time. I know. I've, seen, I've been seeing, like, Lisa Barlow got bangs. No, I'm really <laughs> upset about it. We can't, yeah, we, I, can't, we can't go there right now. Uh, we it can't. was like a jump scare on my timeline. I, I, threw, I threw my phone. I was like, what was that? I really, <laughs> I really wanted to think it was, like, AI. I thought it was, like, clip-ins. It might be Clippins. No, she posted a picture of herself at the salon. Fuck. Yeah, no, they're real. <laughs> they're real. She's in crisis or something. Like, you don't get bangs when you're doing good. Maybe she's filming uh, a Halloween movie, too. <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, oh, no. Kyle Richards and Morgan. Oh, yeah. What's going been, on there? They've scrubbed each other from their respective Instagrams. What's going on? I just am. Um, I'm not ready for the how they're going to spin a breakup between two people that never acknowledged that they were in a relationship. <laughs> it's like, are they like, yes, uh, so Morgan and I have decided to go our separate ways as friends. As um, friends. <laughs> as friends. Look, I have they they have filmed the Beverly Hills reunion like last week. So I I don't I know if some I don't know. Maybe maybe Kathy came to the reunion and was what like the fuck maybe Kathy came Kathy to there maybe Kathy came to the reunion and was like Kyle Kyle cut the shit <laughs> she's like it's her or me oh my god what if Kathy said it's her or me cut the shit Kyle cut, cut the shit it's her or me Kyle is gonna pick Kath Kyle's little gonna Kathy Oh my god, I can't. We um, we, you'll have to come back when it's Beverly Hills reunion time because I just um, I, I don't when know. I saw that Kathy Hilton was like coming out of her trailer, like I'm like, why? I was like, why are you darkening our doorsteps again? <laughs> That's such a dramatic way to put it, but like you're right. Like, oh no, thank you. And then the th- the three sisters like did a photo shoot together. I'm like, can we just like 
Can we just like have a functioning group text? Like it doesn't have to be a photo shoot. Yeah, like you guys. They go from zero to a hundred, these girls. Right. It's like, it doesn't need to be like Let's a whole, do a family barbecue. We don't need to do like a full court press that we're like speaking to each other again. No, no, no. But anyway, I mean, I suppose, I suppose it's giving us something to talk about. So, so hallelujah. But we will have more to talk about in the future. But for today, th- Sam, thank you so much for joining me for this Vanderpump. Thanks for uh, having me. For this Vanderpump deep dive and tell everyone where they can follow you. Not, not on twitter sadly yeah you guys i don't know what happened i tweeted about stanley tumblers and next thing i know i'm banned like permanently banned from twitter and i'm devastated you're diva i'm so (laughs) upset i've tried appealing it 30 times and every time it's like sorry yeah elon musk is not home yeah elon musk (laughs) is like this still comes from a twitter email not an x email which makes me laugh but anyway you can follow me at bravo historian or you can follow me at the bachelor on instagram please go follow for all like entertainment pop culture memes silliness good times yes we love it thank you sam thank you for being here and thank you everyone for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.